0: Hello and welcome to Hear the Herd on 101.5 UM-FMM. Jason Paycheck joined here by Michael Still, staff writer for Buys and Sports. Mike, we're sitting here getting the cameras set up. We're going to have a... Few few players coming down, so uh, what are we expecting for today's show, if you want to start that off?
1: Yeah, good morning, Jason. Um, so we're going to have three members of the Bison's men's volleyball team joining us this morning to talk about Nationals. Coming up March 13th to 15th here at Investors Group Athletic Center, going to be the last matches played by Garth the legendary head coach for the men's volleyball team. He'll be retiring at the end of this season after close to four decades of service. Uh, so yeah, Kevin Negus, captain for the team, will be in here, the lone fifth year on the roster. As as well as middle, Zach Jansen going to be making an appearance. Uh, also, and uh, a third player whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, who will... Oh, I think Owen Schwartz yeah. is also coming in, left side. Uh, versatile... We'll know side. when he walks in. We'll know when he walks in, yeah. So they'll, they'll be joining us today. And just in the prep and the lead-up to that, it's been an interesting mm-hmm. time for the Bisons men's volleyball team. They did not clinch a playoff spot, so they've been kind of in lieu for the past couple of weeks, practicing and just making sure they stay fit and ready for whoever mm-hmm. their opponent is going to be, we got a little bit more clarity for that this weekend when Trinity Western and Alberta advance to the Canada West Championship game. So we know that those two teams... What a surprise. What a shock, <laughs> hey? Two perennial powerhouses, yeah, are both making it back to the national championship. Honestly, though, I watched both series, Jason, and they both went to three, and they're a great series both ways. I mean, Brandon and Trinity, that was a rematch of last mm-hmm. year's national final and last year's Canada West Championship, and it was a great series. Brandon was playing without Seth Friesen, who arguably one of the best players in not just the conference but in the nation so that's a huge loss but uh, fought admirably against uh against trinity western and then alberta and ubc again a three setter uh, and uh, um, alberta got a great game in game three from uh auckland new zealand native on their team billy johnston who's on the all rookie team this season so good showing from them and i'll be honest with you jason at the end of the day i expect trinity western to win this uh this Weekends Conference Championship, uh, and pretty I, safe bet. I pretty safe bet, and I expect that the Bisons will draw them as number one, which nobody would be surprised by. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I mean, I mean that puts you in a great position to to be the underdog coming in. I mean, we saw we've seen it a lot with uh, at least men's hockey this year in U Sport Western, walking all the way through the first seed and the second seed, getting to uh, getting to the divisional final, and losing to Guelph, but. You know, upsets happen, especially with a one-and-done tournament format. Like, it's going to be—you just need to catch fire at the right time. And with this team, like, they're going to be rested. They're going to be all healed up and hopefully ready to to go when things kick off. Um, what are you expecting from—you know, we, we've been to multiple national championships between the two of us. Like— it's always an absolutely amazing experience, um, but we've been able to have a few here at home. Like, What are you expecting from Biden Sports being in the office?
1: Yeah, so that energy's high right now, for sure. There's a, a lot of excitement, and I think a lot of the excitement really does stem from the fact that this is mm-hmm. Garth's. Last opportunity to coach in IGAC. Uh, that's where a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of alumni coming out. Over a hundred alumni going to be coming to uh, show some love to Garth just before the national championships start. I've had the, the pleasure of talking to a number of alumni over the past month or so to sort of share their thoughts on what it was like to play for Garth mm-hmm. and also what they did after the fact. And so uh, going to be exciting to see guys like that there. I mean, a, a Terry Genya who's done so much for volleyball in Alberta and nationally, uh, helping to change the system. That volleyball Canada uses for nationals, so now there's over 800 teams coming just for the U15 to U18 age groups, whereas 20 years ago it was just you had to win uh, your age group to get in. So uh, a lot of excitement that way, and, and yeah, the energy is, is mounting, and three men just walked into the All room right. here. and They're uh, very good good-looking so they must, gentlemen.
0: they must be volleyball players.
1: <laughs> we got just. Zach Jansen, we got Kevin Negus, and we've got Jack Mandrick in the building. Good morning, gentlemen.: Good morning. How are morning. y'all doing today.
2: Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good.
1: Loving this shirt, Kevin. East Coast lifestyle. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I was out there for journalism school. Great time. Great can't uh, Can't lie. Jack, uh, how are you doing this morning?
3: Uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> do you, <laughs> just fine? Yeah,
0: we're a week know. away
1: from a national championship. Like, come on.
3: Yeah. I don't know. It's getting exciting. I guess, like, kind of just hit, like, me and some of the guys, like, the other day, I think, that, like, we're going to nationals in, like, two weeks. Yeah, it's so. building
2: up all the like interviews and stuff like that getting the new floor in uh on friday uh, It'll be nice yeah that's really cool this is like that it's the tile floor right where they put mm-hmm. the i've personally floods, never yeah. seen
1: that like like in person
2: kind of thing i'm excited it's, it's nice. like pretty sweet it gives, a, it gives a good look to the court for sure. <laughs> it is an ugly color though it's like yeah. bright orange <laughs> and green
1: oh Ooh, yeah. that's gonna hurt
2: yeah. <laughs> it's gonna hurt it's the, the same eyes a
1: little one
3: from the uh pan am games yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, from Okay,
1: well, the gym is still the same colors as the Pan Am Games colors, so it makes sense that the yeah. tiles would be the same colors as well. That's uh, understandable. Kev, what are you most looking forward to here, man? You're, you're a fifth-year senior. We're uh, winding things up in a couple of weeks, so yeah. what are you most excited about here?
4: I'm, I'm really excited for the quarterfinal game coming up for Nationals. Like, I, I just remember back when we hosted the Final Four, and the, the atmosphere was incredible. Sellout crowd. We had all the Bison teams cheering for us, you know. and like, I'm, I'm hoping to replicate that again this year.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a absolutely tremendous uh we've got conference championships obviously this weekend, Trinity and Alberta. Uh, I don't think too many people would be surprised if they said those two teams were sitting in this particular position. Gentlemen, I would ha- I mean, I don't want to play a guessing game here, but I'm gonna guess Trinity Western is gonna is gonna win that series. How you guys been prepping, um, not knowing who your opponent is gonna be or has been for the past couple of weeks.
4: Yeah, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of serve receive, trying to really uh serve tough and get uh, get better at our passing. And uh we've also tried to speed up our offense a little bit too because if we run a slow ball against a team like Trinity, it's like, it's not going to end too well, you know? So, we've been kind
1: of trying to do whatever we can to uh, give ourselves an advantage. Zach, uh, let's go to you first. Oh, actually, Zach and Jack, this question pertains to Derek App. Uh, I'm just gonna, again going to pretend Trinity Western is, is going to win this series. Derek Epp is such a great setter. He does a tremendous job of getting everybody involved in the game, and that applies to both of you when you're at the net. Obviously, blocking trying to you know stay aware of, of where you're supposed to be that in that regard. What have you guys been working in terms of your blocking? We'll start with you, Jack, and excuse me, Zach, and then Go to you, Jack, uh for a more specific question in a minute.
2: Uh well you know Garth's been talking to us a lot about like just like a system of blocking where we like uh we're like depending on the pass, like we decide who we want to take away and just so we can build our defense around that, so like when perfect pass, like we're gonna take away the middle, you know. Might have a one on one on the outside more, but we trust their guys like Jack, Kevin, Owen and John like to take away spots so our defense can dig it up and we've been doing it for the last like couple weeks and you know, it's been working really well in practice. Worked pretty good against Saskatchewan too. Sorry, and then uh, yeah, so. Pretty Jack, much that.
1: Jack, for you, what are you trying to? What are you trying to hone in on on your blocking, man? For anyone that doesn't know, unbelievable vertical. Uh, not the ba- biggest guy on the uh, on the team, but great athleticism and vision. Uh, so, what have you been working on to try and uh, negate uh, the power at the net uh, that <clears throat> either of these teams will have?
3: Um, honestly, like with uh, against teams like. Um like big teams like trinity they got such long guys and if you're even a second late like getting there you're you're already beat so just trying to like definitely working on like reading the play a little faster and understanding that like might not get up on the pipe or like to help zach in the middle sorry zach um and just trying to be up early on my guy and make sure i got him for sure
1: uh The last time you guys faced Trinity, I was talking to Kev about this not too long ago, all three sets were close into the technical. I mean, you you guys were right there, and they kind of seemed to creep forward a little bit uh, after that fact, some errors and such like that. Um, You guys have learned a lot from that point. It was quite a a significant uh, time ago, pretty early on in the season. Now, what did you guys learn about your team the most? Uh, Kev, I'll start with you for this question, being the leader. Um, uh, From that point on, to now uh from the from the first time you played trinity western Mm -hmm.
4: yeah like we've we faced a lot of good teams since then and uh i think we learned a lot about ourselves for each of those games and we learned that we can hang with the best teams in the country you know it's just a matter of getting to 20 points and just finishing off that set i think that was something we kind of struggled with the most was we would be neck and neck with some of the best teams we each get to 20 points and then they finish off the set unfortunately before us you know so um I think I think it showed like a lot of a lot of uh character in our team though, you know, to be able to to hang with the the big boys, you know. So, um hopefully we can do that against Trinity as well.
1: And your absence also important to note. Yeah. Uh so obviously your presence is going to be key, but sticking with some of our outside attackers, uh John and Ben have have really sort of taken another step uh mm-hmm. this season. What have you seen from some of those guys on the attack?
4: Yeah, like Ben has already become a lot more consistent than he was last year and john again same thing too really consistent and digs everything passes really well so it's like both those guys whichever one's starting they're they're gonna do something special
1: uh let's go back to you for a second here zach and just talk to me a little bit about because um, you had a bit of an ankle issue that you've overcome i don't actually know what happened uh, maybe run me through that and then just coming back and, and being ready and fresh for for now
2: uh well, we were scrimmaging against U of W it was right after the break. And I can I've always had bad ankles, like spraying them a few times. Wear ankle braces, but didn't help too, too much. I uh I rolled it pretty bad. So I was out for a while and then uh so coming back, like I also have pretty bad knees. I don't know, just I'm a band aid. So just coming back, like getting my knees back into shape and just getting game shape, like took a little while but I feel feeling great now, feeling ready to go next week, so
1: how about Garth? Um, it's coming towards the end of his career now, and it's going to feel bittersweet when it's all over with. But uh, I've been to some of the, you guys' practices over the last little bit, and the competition is high. Uh, you know, he's really got you guys doing some good situational stuff. But uh, um, are you seeing a change in demeanor from him as he gets closer to the national championship? More focus or pretty pretty much the same as, as usual?
4: Um, I, I think so, yeah. Usually around mm-hmm. this time, like I've been around for a long time, for six years, you know, and usually around playoffs and nationals and stuff, he, uh, yeah, he really focuses up and... Uh, Practice has become a lot more uh, structured, I think, and uh, the guys tend to work a lot harder and stuff. So it's it's, it's been a good atmosphere in practice lately. Uh,
1: back to you, Jack. Um, the setter, the quarterback on the team, uh, leadership style and, and sort of your confidence from the start of the season to now, do you feel like it's gotten any uh, any better, any bigger? Um, yeah, talk to me about how you feel now compared to how you did at the beginning of the year.
3: Um, definitely way more Way more confident out there as we started playing with um and getting like a stronger connection with like Zach and Kevin like and that's just two guys, all the guys on the court is just more confident and it really feels like you know we're we're just such a team out there with our with our group of guys. I feel like that's the way this kind of like u of m like program works is we don't have we don't like we may not have like a like the best team every year but by, by by any means but like we We're just, our success comes from how close we are with each other and on the court. And everything like that
1: so no Ben not too long ago was telling me that Scott Kosky had been coming in to help you guys a little bit uh, and he had mentioned you know you and Ben had been working on your sets a bit. How about Scott? Um, what role has he had uh, for you as a setter and, and just helping you maybe with like visuals or, or filming and, and working on little things
3: um Scott's been great he's been he's been such a huge help like for me personally I don't know about the other guys, but um, it seems like he's helping the other guys, but especially yeah, sure. as a setter. Um, the opportunity to, like, have him come and learn from him, especially with all his, as he's an alumni, all his years with the national team. Um, it's been great. He's he's worked with me, more, uh, most specifically in my hands and kind of set location and just, uh, like, my further understanding of how, you know, the way the hitter looks at it and everything like that. It's, it's opened my eyes a lot. He, he's been awesome.
1: Uh, back to you, Zach. You had one of the. Actually, you and Darian both had a great attacking efficiency this season coming out of the middle. Uh, very important, obviously, to establish the middle and, and force that kind of a threat for other teams. Uh, what's been the key to, to both of uh, you and Darian, a member of the all rookie team, uh, your success in the middle, knowing that uh, conference back to back blocks leader Brendan Morton was not playing this year?
2: Uh, well, I have to give credit where credit's due. Jack's a great setter. He's always been able to find me. Me and Jack have been playing together for a long time, actually, so. We've always had that connection, so that's one thing I can always trust Jack to get the ball where like I need it to be. So I have the confidence to just swing and stuff like that. So, uh, and then for Darian too, like Darian may started off the season like really strong with us, like with Brendan being gone, like mm-hmm. might not have expected to play right off the bat, but like he came in, and he played so good. Him and Jack have been building a connection stronger and stronger, and every practice we see them like being able more comfortable, like running offenses off the net, thirties off the net, and stuff like that. He's sure. just getting more and more confident, I think, as the season's gone on, and just confident to swing and do his thing.
1: Yeah, Jack, what's your relationship with Darian like? Uh, we saw you guys do a little bit of filming uh, last week for us, but talk to me about you two and, and what your friendships like.
3: Uh, Darian, he's 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 interesting. He's um, like <laughs> I I consider us like good friends. Um, uh, I'm I'm usually pretty good friends with the middles just cuz we we have to have that kind of close communication and um connection but uh yeah no he he's a he's a funny dude to hang out with in the team room out of the team room on the court you know he doesn't he's got like he's got a great attitude out there you know he's he he did really well for us coming in like really well as a rookie and um yeah no just <laughs> just a uh, fun dude to to be around
1: fun Ke- dude Kev, do you fun yeah he's a fun guy is yeah. uh just a <laughs> to pull a choir reference there yeah. for a minute. Uh Kev, do you guys relish the uh opportunity and idea of being an underdog coming into this national championship?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Like I think and especially hosting too, you know, it's like I I feel like 95% of the crowd is going to be there cheering for us and everything, you know. So uh it's it's definitely cool and there's there's less pressure on us too, you know. Like we're we're not the number one team in the country or whatever like I remember back in my third year, we were ranked number two, going to nationals and, and lost the first round. You know, just just because we had so much pressure and so many expectations on us. And now that we don't really have that, we can go out and play free and have fun. And who knows what'll happen?
1: Yeah, let's stick with that for a sec. What do you remember about your personal trip to nationals last time to this time around? It's obviously a much different situation. You just mentioned it, but sure. what can you take from that first experience? Yeah, it, it was it was a really
4: cool experience. It was a lot of fun. And now being able to host, it's it's going to be even cooler. You know, and um, I I didn't get a whole lot of. Play Playing time at Nationals the first time, so being on the court with, with all my teammates in front of the crowd and everything is going to be really special.
1: What do you remember about sort of when the games were going on and just the pressure situation? Like, how did the teams uh, sort of um, manage the high pressure situation in those timeouts and stuff like that? That maybe you can relay this time around and to keep things calm, maybe when things are a little more hectic.
4: Yeah, like it's it's it was a pretty high pressure situation, obviously back in Alberta, and you know, and like they we had fans at timeouts that are just screaming at us, screaming at Garth, you know, just trying to get our heads any way we can but now that's going to be a non-factor in our home gym, obviously. So I think that's just going to help us, especially being a young team too. It's like something like that could potentially uh, like derail kind of what we've been doing on the court, but just having all the support from the fans and the crowd and everything is just going to do wonders for us, I think.
1: Do you have anything to add,
0: Jason? No, you're you're <laughs> answering like, asking all the questions here. I think you're doing pretty well here. Have you guys kind of been following along with the other conferences and kind of seeing who's yeah. shaken out,
4: yeah we've been uh, we've been watching a lot of the uh, the Can West playoffs for sure and tuned in a little bit to the uh, RSEC and the OUA playoffs as well um. So I think it's looking like it's going to be us and Trinity in Trinity and Alberta on our side, and I don't think OUA has finished yet. No, been? they're
1: into the semifinals. Okay. Uh, me, yeah, the this coming weekend yeah. will be yeah, the, the. And then the Wealth I beul-
2: just beat Ryerson, I think. Okay. So. And then I believe Wealth's probably good. I believe sec
4: has Laval and Montreal coming out. I would assume that's usually pretty typical. <laughs> they. Uh, I, I just
0: they, checked, and yes, you are right. <laughs> yeah. What a <laughs> shocker!
2: Hey. Didn't even have to
4: look. <laughs> they, they usually uh, make it every single year. So, um, but uh, yeah, whoever we're matched up against, it's uh, it's going to be really uh, really cool time.
1: Yeah, historically, well, historically, I'm talking about last season, but this is, I think, a pretty common trend. The Canada West teams tend to go pretty high in the rankings. Yeah. I think last year we were one, two, three, and five, I believe, for the yeah, something like that. Um, which speaks to the level of skill and talent in in that conference. Do you guys know much about the the teams coming out of the second? know you you mentioned Laval. Uh, I mean, Laval's been a powerhouse in volleyball for a really long yeah, time. Laval
4: Laval's really well coached. They always have a good program. Um, I think in comparison to some Canada West teams, I don't think they're quite as strong but they they always come to play though um same, same with montreal they 're well coached they, uh, they play hard they, they might not have the best team, but they, uh, they always come and work hard
1: so. I remember uh, there are, like you know looking around the, conf- uh, the different conferences uh, you know I was looking at Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, the varsity Blues, and noticing that John Barrett is obviously part of their staff it 's really cool to see a lot of bison alumni that have mm-hmm. various roles on different For sure. teams in, the, in different conferences and stuff like that and, and yeah, it really speaks to the, uh, you know, the, the, the culture that was established yeah, here uh, with the bisons. Um, I'll ask this question to any of you guys. An open-ended question. Um, a lot of history with this program. A lot of national championship wins. A lot of appearances in the national finals. Um, have you? Are you guys sort of like? Has that been on your mind at all? Just the history of the program and the sort of the success we've had. Is you know as we come into this next uh, sort of. Um, chapter uh, as it were um at the national tournament you know and trying to establish your own legacy um in this particular setting mm-hmm.
4: yeah like like you said we're kind of the underdogs you know so i don't think we have a ton of expectations uh on us like and i, I think i can speak for everyone we'd say we'd love to go out there and win our semifinal final ma- or <laughs> quarterfinal match whoever it might be against you know but i think even for our team to to win a game you know and maybe make it into the consolation semi um i think that would be also just as uh just as good if we could do something like
2: that yeah and also uh like for my year because we have a lot of guys that are my age like third year second mm-hmm. year we have oh, a lot yeah. of young guys kevin's our lone fifth year right now <laughs> kyle's older but he's uh technically only third year too so just like us young guys like having a chance to play at such a high level at nationals i think is really good for us in the future just because yeah. we're all getting older we're all coming up together and i think like next year the year after we can really push for those spots where we can actually earn our spot into it and stuff like that too so yes
1: that's a great point uh, you know getting that experience at this time um, and knowing what it takes to get there and play against those top teams for sure uh, Kevin I want to stick with you for a second um, I mean you're a bit of a gym rat man I mean you, you know you your your uh, dedication is is very admirable um, and obviously this coming into this season your training was a little bit different you' were able to focus a, a little bit more on staying here and, mm-hmm. and 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 training with the guys and stuff like that um, and you had a great season this particular year Year you're, you're way up there for total attempts mm-hmm. um, all season long, and obviously kills and uh, as well. Um, talk to me about your mindset because you know every game you're going to get a lot of balls. Yeah. I mean. That's that's the reality of the situation. So how did you prep yourself this year compared to last, knowing that you were going to have a very massive role?
4: Yeah, yeah, just knowing that this is going to be my last year, I knew I had to kind of leave it all on the court, you know? And then so, um, like you mentioned, staying here over the summer was, was a really big help for me. I was able to get in the gym with Jack and hit some balls off him, you know, and kind of develop that connection prior to the season. And um, I've been doing, yeah, just a lot of, uh, like care kind of like self-care work you know to try and make my make sure my body's uh like good to go for for nationals and stuff you know because it is a long season and uh with with jumping a lot of times every single game you know and playing for eight straight months you know i gotta take care of the muscles and make sure that they're okay too so yeah i did a lot of stretching and a lot of rehab and stuff like that this year so um so yeah i'm feeling good coming up for the next couple of weeks
1: uh jack i want to ask you about owen uh, you guys obviously have that chem long-term, yeah, uh, sure. and uh, we really saw him blossom this mm-hmm. year as well, too. Uh, a very cerebral player, um, but was all over the place, you know, not just on the attack, but with digs as well and, and doing things that way. Um, for those that are unaware, uh, you just talk a little bit about your relationship with him and, and mm-hmm. how it's uh, blossomed even more maybe this season.
3: Um, well, me and Owen go way back. I think we would have met like when we were three or four at church, actually. So we went to the same church. We'd always go, like, camping together in the summers and then played volleyball together since 14U till basically now. And um, he's just, he's he's been unreal to watch, you know? He's just so skilled, so coordinated, and reads the game, like, better than anyone, basically, I've ever seen. And he, um, yeah, he's really just blossomed into, like, this... This great all around player. You know, attacking, I know I can, we, we're, I know we're on the same page like 99% of the time. And defense, he just digs a lot of the balls. And passing, as a setter, I love that. You know, he passes balls amazing and it makes my job easy. You know, the serve's coming over the net and I see it's going to Owen. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't need to get ready to run here.
1: Uh, Zach, you have prior experience as a left side um, before moving into the middle. Um, how valuable. Is that for you to know multiple positions and be um, versatile that way?
2: Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I was never really that good of a left side, so it didn't help me too much. But like, uh, just like understanding like how the like what the left side responsibilities are, and understand like other positions' responsibilities, kind of helps me like as a middle, just because like helps me read them what what they're gonna do, and what I think they're gonna swing at, and stuff like that. And I don't know, just. Just kind of like that, I guess.
1: I mean, you're a setter too, right? I mean, you've oh, you've yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am.
2: <laughs> you know, you, you, you're a
1: versatile player at Linden Christian, and mm-hmm. and we're, were key to the to their success that way. So, um, you know, obviously, now being in the middle, you kind of found your your comfort zone there. But it's nice to you know be able to have a knowledge of yeah, of other sure. positions and 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 do things that way as well. Um, so. We got about a week left, obviously, to prep now and coming into final prep, uh, preparations for the national tournament. Um, what's the focus this week for you guys? Uh, as you obviously you want to know who your opponent is, uh, but what's the uh, you know maybe the side focuses coach has you guys working on this as we get closer here?
4: Um, I think just through practices, just don't take any steps back. You know, we've been we've been doing really mm-hmm. well with with passing, with serving, and uh, our attack looks pretty good right now. So I think we just need to keep doing what we're doing. Honestly, just yeah, like I said, don't take any steps back and just. Uh, make the last little push you know before we uh have kind of the biggest game of our lives coming up so
1: yeah again uh kev for you um what are you hoping to do after graduation now that things are coming to a close have you thought much about what's next for you yeah
4: i'd I'd love to go play overseas you know i uh i haven't had any major injuries or anything you know and like i i think i'm not ready to finish off my volleyball career so i uh, i kind of want to keep it going and uh yeah go overseas and play for a couple years and uh have some fun and then i'll have my degree to fall back on when i come back here so i think it's uh Win
1: win. Are you planning on staying in the city uh, after you're done, or what's your plan for where you're going to be living? Now, obviously, one play pro, but um, you know, are you are you going to move back here when you're done, or what's yeah? Your plan? I haven't
4: really thought about it too much. Um, I think I'd love to be at least close to Winnipeg. You know, I'd love to see how the how the Bison program does under a new coach. And obviously, I'm still going to have teammates and friends that are still playing, so I'd love to see how they're doing and uh, and still kind of keep in touch with them and stuff. So um, I think I'd like to stay close to Winnipeg after I'm done. We got another
0: one, another person coming into Winnipeg, <laughs> yeah. never leaving.
1: Have you uh, talked to Garth at all about? Because uh, he's got tons of connections uh, all over the place, right, with various teams and. Yeah. The, have you Have you guys spoken about you know connections, or have you reached out to anybody? Yeah, about h- that? him
4: and I have talked a little bit. Um, I've had a few agents reach out to me in the past uh, in the past year. So then um, I haven't officially signed with anyone yet or anything, but I think they'll uh, they'll help me out and they've got me covered there. So.
1: Awesome. And Jack and Zach, what's uh, Kev been like as a teammate over the past few years? Uh, as his career kind of winds down, he's been great.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, another another definitely like fun dude to to be around. You know, he's a, he's a, always a happy dude. You know, he's like I don't know, it's just fun. Yeah.
2: Ever since our like first year together, like Kev's always made like a really like big effort to like make everyone feel welcome and part of the team. Like, definitely one of like the nicer vets like we've had. Like, he's always looking out for the boys and. Yeah, he's just a great dude overall. I'm she not might- just saying that, too, because he's egg size. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you got there.
0: Well, Kevin, now you can take this, this, like footage and give it to an agent and be like, hey, I'm, I'm good in the room, yeah, too. You, so. <laughs> I'm a good teammate. <laughs> exactly.
1: Great locker room yeah. presence. Yeah. <laughs> Take yeah. it from the two guests. Dad, me. Yeah. <laughs> Opposite me there. Uh, well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, really, a ple- It was a pleasure talking to you all this morning. Yeah, and uh, for us. Yeah. Uh, Anytime, uh, again, for those that are unaware, Nationals, March 13th to 15th, Investors Group Athletic Center, come on down. Uh, sold down? Close to sold down? I don't know if we have the update on the numbers, but... Um, yeah, I spoke to Gene about it, and it's looking like it's going to be a sellout crowd, so... Yeah. Pretty cool. Everyone, come. Everyone come on yeah. down, support uh, the Bisons, the Zunes, uh in their bid for a uh, national championship. And, yeah, and Kev's last sort of run here is, uh, as a team member, Garth's last uh, season as head coach of the Bisons. It's uh, a perfect recipe for success. Going to be a great time. Thanks again, everybody. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank yeah.
0: you. Thank you. All right, so as the guys start to filter out of here, Mike, we're, we'll finish off here with the final messages. Uh, is there anything... You've got coming up
1: for Bison, uh, Bison Sports. Uh, the main message is just come to Nationals. <laughs> Pretty much. There hasn't, you know, the, the
0: host hasn't won since 2013 when Laval did it. So seven years, lucky number seven. Yeah, maybe, you, maybe. Anything's
1: possible. I mean, like at the end of the day, Trinity Western is a powerhouse for a reason, mm-hmm. and you have to have realistic expectations when you play against yeah. a team that good. I mean, they almost, I mean, no team has three-peated since the U of W did it, like, way back in the 70s, and Trinity came pretty darn close to that a couple of years ago, and you know, are right up in their nine straight years they've been in the conference yeah. championship now, too. Uh, I've watched them pretty closely over the last little bit, and I think that what, you know, what really separates Trinity from other teams is their depth. I mean, they've got ten guys that are going to come into a game, they don't lose much uh, when, it, when they sub various guys in, and this particular version of Trinity Western is, is I don't want to say scarier than others, but they've had guys like an Eric Lepke, Manitoba native, uh, uh, who came in in his second season and wasn't supposed to necessarily have as much of a role as a starter as he did, but they had their two or outside hitters, one who went pro and one who got, uh, who had a season ending injury. So, um, uh, players such as himself, uh, and there's a couple of others, uh, saw a considerate time as second years, and now they're in their fourth season. Uh, And so uh, Ben Josephson, their head coach, was talking about a three-year plan. They were supposed to be in year three of a three-year plan two years ago. Now they're in year three with these uh, second years that have come into their fourth year. Uh, So it's... uh, uh, You know, a perfect storm for them, but anything can happen. That's the fun of a single-game elimination. You just have to be riding a high on that particular day, and anything can happen. So uh, without a doubt, the game's going to be unbelievable. It doesn't matter who Manitoba faces. uh, They're going to be ready, and it's going to be unbelievable volleyball.
0: All right, so thank you very much for tuning in. To hear the herd, you heard the man. Get down to IGAC. Not many seats left, so grab them while you can, and thank you very, very much for listening.